0: Quest for Faith. I'm Stephanie Clinton, your introduction host. In today's episode, we will learn all about the upcoming bean dinner, what it benefits, and why you should buy a ticket. But first, let's see what's coming up in the life of the church. Thanks to your support of the current capital campaign, improvements are being made to the church. You may have noticed the new carpet in the sanctuary and the connecting narthex. Coming soon, there will be the installation of very much needed HVAC systems for various parts of the building. Thank you so much to Daryl Bodenhammer and Bruce Heath and the Property Committee for their dedication to keeping our beautiful building in tip-top shape. There will be a blood drive on Sunday, January 28th from 8.30am to 12.30pm. Sign up online, fcc.link slash giveblood, or use the QR code in the church newsletter. All women of the church are invited to Galentine's Day brunch on Saturday, February 17th. There will even be entertainment. I know a couple of sopranos who have some delightful duet love songs planned. The Disciples Women's Ministry will be collecting blessing box donations and providing a fun brunch for the gals of the church to celebrate each other. If you read the book Killers of the Flower Moon or saw the movie, then you might be interested in this event featuring Yancey and Miles Redcorn. Yancey was an actor in the film, and his son, Miles, worked on the film as an assistant to the publicist. Both are members of the Osage Nation and will be at McFarland Methodist Church on Thursday, January 25th at 7 p.m. to discuss their experience working on the film. The Disciple Men Fellowship will be hosting quarterly speakers during the Sunday School Hour this year. Their first speaker is Andy Reeker, Historian and retired editor of the Norman Transcript, all church members are invited to attend Sunday, February 4th, at 9.30 a.m. in the Fellowship Hall. And now for this legumi discussion.
1: We are delighted to be joined today by two gentlemen who will talk a little bit about the uh disciples men benefit bean dinner which is january the 23rd this year uh with two seatings a lunch and a dinner seating uh the benefit bean dinner has been uh a staple uh if you will for and by the way we're going to count bean puns and food yes excellent so that's one i have my counter now that's right that's one um but uh, was uh, going uh, uh, for the 24 years that uh, I've been a part of First Christian Church, and I think uh, started maybe t- about 10 years prior to that. So let's fill us in a little bit on uh, some of the history of the Benefit Bean Dinner.
2: Well, uh, actually, the first bean dinner was in 1990. In the mid-80s uh, or so, that we had kind of a renaissance in the men's fellowship both from the standpoint of their gathering together as a group but also they're doing important things within the church. Uh, and then after several years they recognize the church has a broader mission and certainly the Men's Fellowship had a broader mission. So they uh, look for a kind of important uh, way that they could uh, uh, expand their, their ministry to the uh, to the broader Norman uh, area uh, community. So, and that was in 1990, and in 1985, Kathy Heipel, a public health nurse, had started um, Health for Friends, literally started it out of her garage. And one area of particular need that she had was just being able to provide affordable uh, prescriptions, medications for families, especially for children. So that became the focus. And uh, so with uh Uh, A few other puns that were said, here we are 24 years later, and it's still an important mission and also an important uh, time to gather the church together in good uh, fellowship. Uh, We've gotten some recognition throughout the community over the years. Sometimes we've had as many as 900 to 1,000 people who've come to eat a bowl of beans, and that's pretty remarkable in itself. Uh, and the transcript has given us good coverage, and of course they pick up on the pun thing too. Uh, one article was titled, More Than a Hill of Beans. But of course it's our Norman Sage, uh, our Sage of all things Norman Andy Rigger, who expanded that just a little uh, right around the time of the pandemic, just afterwards, he uh, was noting that all of us who come to the bean dinner should practice social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also important that we sit in our own pew. And I think maybe pew was intended to be two syllables.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: uh, uh, Dave Saunders, I'm sure, can add a few more words, but it's wonderful being on this uh, special Uh, Bean podcast uh, for the day, too. Some would say
3: this podcast is full of beans, I suppose. Uh,
1: That's six, right? Uh, That's what I count.
3: Okay, yeah, we're up to six. Um, This is a nice opportunity for the community. It's a really good opportunity for the Disciple Men's Fellowship to come together as a group. Uh, There are over 50 people that are required to do this because we run two shifts. We have an 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. lunchtime, and then we're right back at it at 4.30 p.m. and run until 7 o'clock. It takes crews both in the fellowship hall, in the kitchen. It takes uh, two crews on days prior to the bean dinner to prepare the dry beans, to wash them, sort them, soak them. And uh, we learned today that if you put cut russet potatoes in the dried beans, when you drain the bean, or when you're soaking the beans, when you drain the beans, there's a chemical reaction that takes place in the water, and it's just as good as having beano in the in the pot. So oh. we learned that today, and that's uh, what we're going to do.
2: Oh. Gas shortage this year.
3: <laughs> that's true, <laughs> and I counted two more. Um, <clears throat> you know, we have... We'll have several different kinds of, of beans, something for everyone. We'll have some vegan beans there for anyone who, who wishes a vegetarian or vegan uh, meal. We won't guarantee the cornbread uh, to be vegan, but we do have uh, we have cookies, cornbread, beans, both pinto beans. And just as a side fact, annual consumption of pinto beans by every American is seven pounds per mm. year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of beans. That's a lot of beans. But you yes. could
1: eat that much at the bean dinner if you want you to. Oh, can all you can eat. Okay. We
3: will isolate you, but you can <laughs> you can eat that much.
1: We will expect <laughs> a quick
3: exit after <laughs> that. Uh, uh, yes, certainly. The um just another bean fact, I know you are all are 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 thrilled to hear this, that North Dakota produces one third of the beans in the United States. And not that not that anybody really cares, but, you know, there's a lot of space up there and they grow them. And the other very important fact, and then I'll be quiet, <clears throat> is that apparently Jack and the Beanstalk was a victim of fake news. Because why would that be? Why would that, why be? Would well, that be? there Dave. we go. Uh, <laughs> the tallest bean plant recorded in the world is only 45 feet tall. So mm. if he climbed to the clouds, it was either a low-hanging Low fog ceiling. in London mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. or the giant was just sitting there waiting, looking down uh, that he might be a morsel. So 45 feet is it. So we think that's a myth. We think that's probably correct. Okay. So okay.
2: we've been we've been lied to for a <laughs> long time now.
3: Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. So for 34 years, uh, we've been um, uh, providing... Uh, funds for the medication fund specifically, initially Health for Friends and then Variety Care. So talk
2: a little bit about why
1: that is important. What
2: uh, part of it comes with just the supply of medications to people who come to Variety Care with a variety of illnesses. Um, many prescriptions, most prescriptions can be filled. It sometimes takes a while for that process to happen. So what uh, my understanding is, one of the ways we've been able to continue this important outreach is that we have provided some funds that they can uh, fill prescriptions immediately, and the focus primarily is for families and children. So instead of having to wait a day or two or a week or two, uh, they can get a voucher, go straight to the pharmacy and pick up the drugs that they need. So it's a kind of a, it's a, kind of a thing of uh, uh, being timely and immediate with regard to, to what those needs are. And uh, it's still an important uh, uh, ministry that we serve. And it's really counted on not only by people of Norman but particularly by variety of care. Who are um, important providers of health care.
1: I think uh, most of us uh, don't have to make a choice that sometimes people with limited income have to make, which is um, maybe it's a choice between medication and something else. Uh, well, that could a good, be food, could be heat, whatever. And so uh, this provides this prevents a family from having to make a terribly difficult choice and can take care of their children or their own needs.
3: No, I think that's correct, and I think it's very, very important for this community. Uh, In this day and time, there are a lot of people who are unhoused uh, in Norman all over the country, and uh, if you don't know where to go to get your meds, you won't take them, and that can have catastrophic results to anybody, man, woman, or child, and this fund— it's not big enough to last all year i'm sure but it contributes to to money that they have on hand and it's a i think it's an excellent way for anyone in the community that doesn't know what to do you buy a five dollar bean dinner ticket and that money is going to variety care
2: and just dave how do we purchase a five dollar bean dinner ticket
3: well, you would get the $5 bill out of your wallet <laughs> and, and give, it, give it to me on Sunday morning because I will be stationed downstairs. So anyone that doesn't want a bean dinner ticket, go ahead and come through the front door. <laughs> um, but we'll get you the following week, so you're going to have to remember to go down through the, through the circle.
2: So if it happens to be the 23rd of January it happens- and it's about 6.53 p.m., and you realize, oh, there's a bean dinner at the church. Is there a way that, one, we can still purchase a ticket, and two, get served a bowl of beans?
3: Yes, the first thing is to make your way immediately to First Christian Church, and uh, on the way, perhaps at a stoplight, you can scan the QR code that we have conveniently located uh, on posters that we're putting up around in various uh, businesses in the city. It should be on our uh, bean dinner uh, information thing that the transcript will publish uh, about three days before the bean dinner. Or you can just come right up the staircase and hand one of the people your $5 bill and go through the line. Any of those are well, possible. One
2: other question. Um, <clears throat> I'm driving home from work. Wait a minute. I haven't been driving home from work <laughs> in over 12 years. Uh, I'm driving home from work and I have to think, oh, oh. I have to pick up something for dinner, and not only that, but my wife's at the gym because she's she stays in good shape whether I do or not, and I have to pick her up within fifteen minutes. So what do I do?
3: Oh my gosh, I think I'm getting a clue here. I think that you should go through the takeout line. Oh,
2: there's a takeout line. Yes,
3: there is a takeout line, Less a takeout line, and it's going to be operational until, until we shut the door on. Well, we won't shut the door on anyone that's coming through at 7 o'clock. We'll just bring them in, give them beans, and send them right back out on their merry way. So, so uh,
2: when they take out a bowl of beans, how is that done? I, I mean, you don't have to carry it home in your pockets.
3: You do not, and that's a, a new innovation that we have. We have uh, <laughs> we have disposable containers to put these beans in and Excellent. we will give you your choice of beans. Not
1: styrofoam either. No, non styrofoam. No. That's
3: Microwavable. right.
2: Microwaveable. Mm-hmm. And we
3: yes, and so we'll give you good hot beans, your choice, a mix or individual uh, colors. We'll give you your choice of cornbread, hot cornbread with jalapenos in it or regular cornbread without. <laughs> do we, you still get a cookie you'll get your choice of cookies yes right. we have both oatmeal and chocolate chip cookies that are fresh baked here and then iced tea or or co- uh excuse me iced tea or coffee or a glass of water and then we will pack you on your merry way if it's seven o'clock
2: one other question uh say we've have a lot of friends who happen to be methodist baptist roman catholic maybe buddhist we haven't uh we've been wanting to take to dinner for a long time
3: Well, you know, the Methodists, Catholics, Baptists, they're all welcome here. Unaffiliated are welcome here. Great.
2: So this is for everybody in the community.
3: It is for everybody in the community, and we hope that we'd like to make this a community participation. And it was interesting that during COVID, the the community came together. And even though we struggled with doing a bean dinner or not, and we collected money instead of the bean dinner, the community pitched in, did an excellent job in, in funding the medication fund for yet another year.
2: I was wanting to add one other thing, is that it really is um, not only an important mission that the men of the church uh, serve and extend, and not exclusively men, we have lots of others who help as well, but there's always a sense of joy when you come to the bean dinner. Um, I was kind of impressed from a, a transcript article that went back to 2007, and I think I said we've done this 24 years. Just like the world didn't begin in 2000, neither did the bean dinner. It began in 1990. It's 34 years. But uh, Claudia Griffith, who at the time was executive director for Health for Friends back in uh, 2007, was reflecting back on that particular year's bean dinner. And she said, many got up, in the morning to begin preparation, many served, took tickets, refilled. Uh, the many eating at tables. Now I'm not insinuating that men couldn't possibly perform such task, but the amazing part to me is the pure joy in which they did it. What an example to our community the that day of kindness, compassion, love, gratitude, caring, respect, and service, all uh, all presented with the most beautiful smiles. And I appreciated Claudia's note about that, which was now many 14 years ago. Uh, But that's just been one of the hallmarks of the event. Sometimes when I'm just standing in the way, I take pictures of the Uh, men doing their various activities i even have one of you dave pushing a mop with a big smile on your face and i never have to ask anybody to smile for a picture they're smiling before i get there
3: well i learned that little trick in the united states navy for several years I'm, i'm actually pretty probably better with a mop than i am cooking beans so we'll find out in another week or so I'd like well, to report we have at least 10 puns. Okay, good. So that's oh, a pretty right. good number. Huh? Jeez. That's good. I don't well,
2: know. 10 is a good it's biblical a number. Kind, yeah, kind of, kind of paltry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for everybody who wants to lean into lentils, mm. <laughs> the 23rd of January is when we do that.
3: That's right. It's a Tuesday evening, a Tuesday day yeah. and Tuesday evening. So we'll be ready. And we hope you all are ready also.
1: We look forward to um, lots of fun, uh, lots of great food, lots of great conversation and the community coming together to, to do a wonderful thing. Thank you for listening in to Quest for Faith from First Christian Church of Norman, where we are a community of disciples joined together in a reverent, thoughtful, loving quest for faith.